Welcome to the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Welcome to ITSP Magazine. Join us on our journey into the past, the present, and the future as we explore the relationship between technology and humanity. Together, we're going to find out what it means to live in a society where everything is connected and the only constant is change. Knowledge is power. Now more than ever. Marco. Sean. It's time to uh, slay the dragon. <laughs> is it a dangerous dragon it, or is it the, the middleware dragon? Is it, is it one of those you can ride and have fun, like yeah. uh, you know, those cartoons? That's right. But clearly, none of uh, none of the dragons that uh, we're going to talk about today watched the movie of How to Tame Your Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> they just all went uh, free for all. You know, if we know, if we knew how to tame the dragon we probably wouldn't be here talking about what we are about to tell today because somebody or something would have uh prevent this from happening so what, what is this right. this what is this 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 this, this. uh and one of the one of the companies have slayer in their name that's why i went with that uh that theme but uh, what we're talking about marco is uh recently uh an organization i think I don't know if they're a publication, but they do some work. They're .org, uh, the markup.org. They have been tracking this Facebook, now meta, pixel, <laughs> which mm -hmm. evidently captures information and relays information back to uh, Facebook slash meta. And they uncovered that quite a few tax preparation software companies or companies that use tax prep software even um, we're using this pixel and sharing tax and personal information back to <laughs> unbeknownst to not just the users but also many of the companies at least they they say they didn't know right yeah, I mean, it, it, we, we're going to look at this uh, and we're going to kind of brainstorm the two of us. And I'm sure, as usual, we'll have more raising more questions than answers. But I, I feel like eventually we could have another episode where we where we have other people that want to participate and share their opinion with us and uh, make it a, a full, full episode, maybe, maybe two. But I'm with yeah. you. I mean, I, that, what it really... Uh, struck me is the fact that these are very personal information about tax return, about donations, about wh where you're standing with your, I uh, believe, uh, your loan with schools and with other um, interests that you pay. So it's kind of giving a Facebook, that's the company that actually was getting the pixel, the meta, all this information that if I'm thinking GDPR, I'm like, is this even remotely legal? How is this even happening? Yeah, and GDPR and their CCPA in California and right. the U.S. that uh, raises that question. And 
I don't know. I mean, I think the way around those two things is if a company puts a puts an alert up or a pop up up that says you as a user uh, you're about to share this information by using this service. Do you agree? And it's probably fifty fifty pages long of content that they have to read to agree to that. So they they probably did. The question is: is that actually included in the privacy? Uh, cookies and other <laughs> the, the policies that you're accepting when you use the server. I don't, I don't even know. And the reason, the reason I question whether it's in the policies, because if, if you read these articles that, uh, that I'm looking at, uh, most, if not all of the statements by the companies that were using this pixel were saying, we didn't know that it was doing that. Mm-hmm. So if they didn't know it was doing it, why would they write a policy that alerts the end user that they're about to do that and that the user has to agree to it? And uh, so th- th- there's a lot of, I don't know, a lot, a lot of mystery here uh, from my perspective, certainly from a legal perspective. So why don't we dissect it a little bit with the three uh, show that we have on ITSP magazine, right? I mean, so is at the core of what we've been doing for many years uh, to have conversation at the intersection of cybersecurity, technology, and society. So maybe we take this little time to make a quick analysis or raise some questions in, from the three different perspectives. So I'm going to go right. with the first one, which is privacy and cybersecurity. Uh, what went wrong there, in your opinion, or what question do you have? Well, for, for those that listen to uh, Redefining Cybersecurity podcast and listen to me, they'll, they'll probably hear me sound like a broken record in many, many <laughs> conversations where I say, how can we not get to a point where businesses understand how things work and evaluate the risk before we build and deploy and then put people and companies in jeopardy like, like in this case we have. And so the, the idea that, well, it's like, let's just break this down, that it's applications that are being used and the applications collect this data from the users and, the, and then the application has this pixel, which sends it off to, to uh, Facebook. There's also white-labeled use of, of the app. So companies are building their own versions of it and using it for their customers, perhaps even sharing it with their partners as a service uh, for a larger group of tax partners to use and then I, I also think of well what about the rest of the ecosystem the tax partners every application today has apis and open interfaces to drive things so there may be tax partners that might do a lookup of you mentioned uh, what are they? Uh, donations. So charities, right? So maybe there's a charity plugin that inter- interfaces. With the, I'm making this up. I don't know. Maybe there's an interface through the API where charities can share how you actually did contribute for your taxes that year. So that it, and I'm just making that up as a scenario. That there's a whole ecosystem. This one thing uh, exposes a lot of people. How do we not know that it's doing what it does, and how do we not? do that assessment and figure it out before we bake it in and build it into uh, everything we do with respect, in this case, with respect to taxes. Well, if I'm going to make a comment that is kind of like cybersecurity privacy related with this is what 
in the hell, like in, in which uh, level of hell of Dante's Inferno you we have to go, how deep do we have to go for a company that deal with this personal information? They're not just selling T-shirts and then telling Pixie, Pixel of Facebook that these people that I like uh, short sleeves in red and cotton with the, I don't know, rock I, and I roll. moved from a medium to a large recently. <laughs> exactly. They, <laughs> I usually buy Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath uh, T-shirts and stuff like that. We're talking about information that by law for the actual IRS, you cannot share. So they take this thing, this little pixel, which, by the way, it allows advertiser to track the result of their campaign, but also allows Facebook and to, to show you relevant content based on the algorithm that it's going to make that product of the advertiser more appealing to you or to other. And this is something that Google does with the search engine, Google AdWords. I mean, this is how this company made a lot of money by targeting in a way that advertising just couldn't do before. But my point is you just cross a pretty big river here <laughs> full of lava. Yeah, one, one, can, one can debate the river. Um, but I guess, and, and so that's the big river of advertising. Now this is maybe a finger stream, fingerling stream that we're talking about um, that shoots off of the river. But even still, I mean, shrinking it down to that size doesn't doesn't get rid of the the fact that companies need to know what's going on here. And and I mean, it, it's tempting. You see this, and you see this setting. Use the pixel, right? Mm -hmm. Track your ads, learn more, um, get in front of more customers, get in front of more people. It's tempting to do that. Um, but there are security and privacy roles within the organization, and mm. I mean. So these these applications were built. They were configured to run a certain way. Who who was looking at it? So let me let me ask you something because I've been part of enough conversation about privacy and data data management and collecting the data. The data is a new oil. But lately, everybody's saying just don't collect more than what you need because these are all liabilities. That, that may be the thing, and because and that. I don't know, maybe you just nailed it, Marcos. Maybe we look at this as a, what data are we collecting? How are we storing it? How do we give access to it? And maybe it's that that access point. Maybe, maybe that, that part's missing, that this mm. pixel has access to data. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, if, if we open up a portal for a partner, that's probably pretty obvious. If we open up our app API to to a third party, that's probably pretty obvious that we're doing that. Installing a pixel through a website configuration may not be as as obvious. I don't know how how, how can it slip by. That that's my big question. And that's probably a question that we want to discuss in the future yeah. with uh, somebody that is on the legal side, on the privacy side of things, and on the on the techn technology part of that. And that makes me maybe um, wanted to step on the on the societal part, and we leave the technology to the end. So, from a societal yeah. perspective, 
what I see is what I did when I post yesterday, um, pretty pissed off <laughs> on Mastodon. And I got, you know, over 100 uh, reboost and uh, likes and favorites or whatever you call it there. And I had some people that ask, like, is this legal? But wow, this is incredible. Like, I, how, how can we as a user control this? And I'm not talking about people in the cybersecurity industry. I'm talking about regular people that don't know about this. And, and everybody's just shocked by this. And, and so my question from a societal perspective is, how many things happen in the back end? The Metapixel, according to them, I was reading the Verge article, it's on 2 million website properties. And this was reported by, I think, when they did the, the congressional hearing in 2018. So I'm assuming now it's even more. But 2 million properties, that means that once you put it into one big algorithm, algorithm database, it knows way too much about every single person. And this information is also related to thing, to people that don't even have a Facebook account. So that means that they're definitely reselling or using this information that can be re-aggregated in a lot of other things. So from a social perspective, we go, we share, we trust the companies, especially if somebody is doing the taxes for me. Um, wow, this is our online system, of course, I hope my accountant doesn't go and share with Facebook. <laughs> that would be a problem. Uh, but it, in, an, in a society where you just can't do it by yourself, it's not free. This is the cheapest possible way. So once again, probably the one that gets hurt the most are the people that can afford it less, not the people that are into a certain business uh, success or, or or income that can afford a actual accountant. So right. digital divide anyone? Yep. Yeah, it's an interesting point. And um and I guess I'll only follow up with what I I can only follow up with is is even I, I guess if one is limited to certain services because that's what they can afford, that's that's sad and it's a reality. Um and hopefully we can do better as a society to, to kind of bridge that, that divide and close that gap. But regardless, uh, not sharing that what they're doing, uh, the, the lack of transparency for me is what really strikes me. And mm -hmm. I mean, let, let's, so for me, there's that side of it. There, there's the end user that you say obviously gets screwed and uh, those that with less money and, and, and capability get screwed more. But then there's the then there's the, the business. Who who's making out on this from a society perspective? Is it, is it only Facebook? I mean, because every uh, let me I'll just go through. I mean, every I said earlier, uh, most of the people said, "Well, we we take security and privacy seriously." Which means uh, we got breached. <laughs> that's right. Where, where was the one of the, the? I'll just read one of them. Yeah. We take protecting our clients' privacy very seriously. We are taking steps to mitigate the sharing of client information via pixels. Yeah. He, here well, is a, a credit control and a, a dark monitor report. So <laughs> maybe you can yeah, see so, if something goes wrong. 
so before the article, you didn't take it. <laughs> Seriously, exactly. you, you wouldn't have done this. Or mm-hmm. or you so let's assume that they didn't know it did this, which was another another statement in there. So assuming they didn't know, um what benefit do they have of enabling the pixel? And I guess and perhaps somebody knows you probably know Marco how these things work, but what's the value to a company for using a pixel and and because I, I believe it's so that users get served ads more directly and and I believe if if a user is on Facebook they won't get served an ad by one of these tax providers because they've already used their service right or maybe if they're using a competitors they might get served uh, well, it, it makes also the advertising the advertisement of this particular company that used the pixel mm. to be more targeted Right. So, but but also, I don't know who else is going to benefit, and I'm sure that it's not just them. It's it goes into a big container and magic cats, where even if again I want to sell a T-shirt, I can sell it to somebody with a certain political orientation, of a certain age, of a certain group, of a certain income, of a certain religion, of a certain everything. That's where we cross the line into. This is not just about guessing that. Yeah, maybe if you like Formula One, you'll get a you like in a you know cars, right? <laughs> okay, you like a certain kind of music. Advertising I've always been trying to do that, but once we cross into the 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 marketing on the digital world, where you can literally know everything, you get these cookies, and and that's let's face it, that's why GDPR came into into place. You know, the right to be forgotten, the right not to be followed, the right to to have your own privacy and not to have everything filed into some kind of cabinet then to be served. And that's when stuff really happened badly when you can actually do, I don't know, political manipulation of information as we actually did witness, not only in this country, but in, in other countries. So it, it's a very hot, hot topic. And that's where I see the societal problem, yeah. which may bring us, Sean, to the technology side, which is... <laughs> Just because we can do it, should we do it? <laughs> right. Yeah, and I and I was just thinking what so clearly tax information, very sensitive, very personal, um connected to a lot of things we do in life that could be used to help us or could be used against us. Um I was just trying to think what are there other areas of technology and information where we'd be as pissed off. Um, healthcare is the other one that comes to mind. Oh, of course. Right? Yeah. Uh, which has had laws in place even longer than GDPR, certainly in the States with HIPAA and high tech, to, uh, to protect that kind of information. Um, but outside of those two, would, would we be up in arms with this? Um, I, I, I think this are, is... are we, I'm still in the kind of the society realm here. Are we, are we, if it wasn't tax information or if it was not healthcare information, would be ra- we raising our arms up going, you bastards. Honestly, I think we should. I think we should for everything that they truck uh, to, to this extent. Unless I tell you I'm okay with that, you shouldn't. And I don't think there is enough legal protection in certain countries and you know even when there is legal protection sometimes i wonder 
you know, uh, is it really going to affect in the best possible way the user? But to answer your question, yeah, I think it applies on everything. Unless I tell you that I like this movie and this movie and this movie and this genre so you can give me the right one or... I don't know, Siri telling me what music to suggest. And to be honest, as I mentioned, sometimes on social media, she's still after so many years screwed up. <laughs> but uh, in general, unless it's your choice to tell your personal assistant uh, virtual what you need and what you like for lunch, for a meal or whatever, uh, there's to be off limit in an ideal world yeah. this is just what piss people off and then tomorrow they forget i mean come on like the i don't know the, the equifax breach and there's always a breach that everybody screams scream and scream and then uh and then it become a murmur and then gone until the next one yeah and i know the so we we looked at this from a security perspective aka risk right we looked at this from a societal perspective um, and we kind of threw a, a legal lens on that uh, I'll take the the technology and it's still across it I mean it's hard to separate these three buckets right no that's, that's why, why we, we have all of we talk about them. yeah <laughs> um, but I feel there's the the ethical piece ah. still and I'll, I'll throw that in the technology bucket because we, we we've actually done a series on ethics and digital. Uh, the digital technology on the other society where we talk about the use of technology to drive society forward and uh, the use of technology to prevent us from going too, too far forward uh, and break the boundaries of, of our ethics, um, whatever those may be, right? Uh, they, they change based on who you are, where you are, when you are um, physical versus virtual worlds, metaverse, for example, even perhaps, um, so to your point earlier, just because we can do something with technology um, doesn't mean we should. I think we have to ask the ethical question. Certainly, we have to also answer the, uh, the legal and risk questions, whether you're sitting in, in the, uh, the consumer side or the business side. But as from an ethical perspective, building these technologies, should Meta have built this? And do there need to be ethical guardrails put around it so things like this don't happen. Companies that absorb it and, and integrate it, um, do they have to sign off on ethical use of the technology uh, by adopting it? Or at least know that it's there <laughs> and not claim after the fact that, that they didn't even know it was there. So th there's this whole ethical stream of questions, I think, and a uh, stream of responsibilities, not, not talking legally here necessarily just who has the responsibility because in the end I, I feel the the consumers are are taking the bite and and uh, not necessarily finger pointing but uh who knows hands are going up right was wasn't me i didn't know and that doesn't do anybody well, look, but for everything in the law, ignorance is not a justification. I'm going to get a, a ticket if I crossed on the red light, either I know it or not. <laughs> you know, if I take a, if they take the wrong turn or if I do anything that is illegal, yeah. then I'm going to get punished. So I think yeah. this could Across be the, the street, 
uh, off the crosswalk for years and right. get a ticket for jaywalking one year doesn't excuse all the other times. Right? So I, I like that we got here because it could be kind of like the wrap of our you know rant. But the, the fact is this. I was reading still from the article that uh, if the IRS get involved and the government get involved, there could be a really steep uh, punishment in terms of economic. Uh, you know, it's like when GDPR tell Google pay, you know, millions and millions of dollars. And I'm wondering, like, does Google really care? That's the big company. I mentioned Google because it's been fined by the, <laughs> the European community several times and so others. The point is, is it still worth maybe to break the law because the the repercussions are not enough to deter from this to happen. And I give you an example. I've been reading a lot about greenwashing. I believe that's what it's called. When a company mm -hmm. uh, buy credit to spend money to participate into um, the, something good for the environment, but it's because they are still polluting. So instead of stopping the pollution, they just buy their way out of it because yeah. at the end, they're still making more money by keep polluting. So I, 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 my parallel here is the same, that this company, even if they get cut with the hands in the jar and all the face is covering Nutella and, <laughs> and jelly and peanut butter, they, they're going to be like, so what? We made that was billions. It was a good cookie. It was worth. <laughs> I'm going to eat it again because... Yeah. They're going to put the cookie there again, yeah. and uh, it's worth it, right? So how do we make it not worth it? Because the ethics that's, will that's be nice, ethics. but come on, man. Really? Well, um, uh, clearly clearly, laws aren't. Um, does that mean the laws aren't strong enough? The teeth, there are not enough teeth in them? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm not an expert. <laughs> that's, right. that's why we're just ranting. We're not answering any questions here. I am. But I, I mean, we, we often say, well, the, the people will vote with their with their feet in their pocketbooks, right? They'll leave the service and stop paying the money if they're paying or something. Yeah. But we see that not happen either. So, um, plenty of. I, I don't. I don't know. If this will be the tipping. This doesn't seem like this. Uh, it'll be a tipping point for that either. So, I, I, I don't know. It'll be an issue for weeks, months, if the government gets involved, maybe years, um, maybe big fines. Yet still, uh, that information has been shared. The cookie's exactly. been eaten. Yeah, the cookie's been eaten. The, the info is, you know, the toothpaste is out of the tube. And uh, once uh, it's out, uh, good luck in putting it back in. So this information are somewhere. And they're not going back. And that's the thing that I often ask myself about, you know, the, the, the right to be forgotten. Really? Is, can, you, can you really be forgotten? So, Sean, a lot of questions. Yeah, I, we're clearly questions. being touched by this because finally gave us the, the, the inspiration to get on the two of us and just rant for a little bit, which exactly. we usually don't do. Um, but again... Maybe oh. more questions than answers. Maybe the community out there has uh, something to comment. Somebody wants to come on the show and maybe take the the deep dive in the security, in the deep dive in the technology or the society or the legal part. I, I welcome all of that. Uh, okay. Our job is to, to have conversations uh, and to involve as many people that 
that have opinion and, and maybe, you know, maybe knowledge, right? Yeah. I think knowledge is power. How, how can technology help? How uh, can risk management help? How can legal and policy and compliance help? And perhaps even how can ethics help? So yeah. let's look at all those. If anybody has thoughts, um, answers, ideas, hit us up. Uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, Mastodon. And uh, let us know. We'll uh, keep having more conversations as long as it's uh, a thorn in somebody's side. Yeah. And, and if people are good with 27 and minutes and 49 seconds of the two of us going at it, let us know because <laughs> we got a lot of opinions. So it's pretty easy to go back and, uh, and do it again about our topic. But uh, of course, we enjoy having the community share the microphone with us and uh, and be part of the conversation. So, Sean, so, I'm going to let you say goodbye. And uh, yep. Bummer of a topic. Great to chat with you, though. Um, yeah. Gets people to think as usual. Yeah, maybe next time we talk about something positive for a change. Good news. (laughs) Until then, thank you, everybody. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. If you learned something new and the story made you think, then share ITSP Magazine with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company, wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor one or more of our columns. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society.